0: Hello and welcome my ghost story lovers. This is Beyond the Veil Paranormal Tales and I'm your host, Becca. You can also find us in blog form at beyondtheveilparanormaltales.com if you want to read instead or read along. If you are new to the blog and podcast, while you should be able to pop in and enjoy any individual episode on its own, I do explain some things that make me different as I go along here. So you might want to hop back to episode one and start there, but as always, follow your heart. Join me here as I sit beside the crackling fire beneath my fuzzy blankets and listen as we do something a little different. Tonight begins a new type of episode, the dowsing sessions. These stories are still real, but basically each episode I interview a ghost, using my dowsing rods to communicate with them. I've mentioned these dowsing rods before, and explained some of the basics. Here, you'll get to kinda see them in action, so to speak. They're a way to gain clarity about the other side, and how the process of death affects our existence as a whole. L-shaped dowsing rods, or Y-shaped sticks, have long been used by water witchers to find the best place to dig for a well, and these really are no different. The pure copper dowsing rods I have are able to locate water or other metals, but for those that are sensitive, they can also be used to talk with ghosts or spirit guides and other similar entities. The dowsing rods I bought for myself, linked on the blog, have hollow copper tubes for handles. The short part of the L-shaped rod sits inside the handle, with the long part of the L pointing away from the handles. So, when you hold the rods, you hold the copper tubes and cannot direct them to move in any certain way. If you tip the rods one way or another, the ends of the L's will swing and fall with the gravity. They are typically held parallel to the floor, ends tipped a wee bit downward, and one hand is held slightly higher than the other so the rods don't run into each other as they move around. When I am using my dowsing rods, I try mostly to ask yes or no questions, but I'm also using them to help develop my clairaudience. I don't hear very much as of yet. Sometimes I will get a strong impression when establishing a name, for example, and I can use the rods to clarify what I'm picking up otherwise. As with all forms of communication, if they claim to be someone I know personally, I ask questions only that person could answer. Some entities enjoy masquerading as someone you know and trust, so if you do this for yourself, be careful. Think how the Harry Potter characters confirm someone is the real person they know and not a polyjuice potion copy in the final books. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I highly recommend the series. Usually, when chatting, the rods make an X for yes, but I found there's also kind of a range of answers. Opening and closing a small yes, I take to mean maybe, or kind of, or I guess. The rods can cross each other until they hold parallel for a big yes, an adamant one. The rods will open outward for a no, and for a big no, an adamant one. The rods will spin around and touch my shoulders. You can use the rods to do more complex things, like spin the right one clockwise three times and spin the left one counterclockwise four times, etc. If the entity or spirit we are talking with does not feel like answering a question, but wants to let us know they are still with us, the rods will usually swing back and forth in the forward or ready position. Each time I say, okay, after acknowledging the yes or no answer, the rods return to the forward position unless otherwise indicated. This, being our first interview round, I am trying out a list of questions I found for spirit communication. That list can be found at nationalparanormalsociety.org ghost Interview, if you would like to see the original. I am just using their list as they present it for this session. During this interview, I ended up needing to edit some of my questions for the person I was speaking to so they could better understand me given the answers I had already received during the session. Be flexible as you chat, as I did, and adjust things as needed. If you decide to try this for yourself. First, I try to establish who is this person we are speaking with? When did they live? How did they live? These questions are asked in the present tense. The reason for this? Not all ghosts understand they are deceased, and that realization can be intense for them. The second section asks questions that suggest not everything is as it may seem to the spirit. The end of that section broaches the, you are dead, idea. The third section asks questions we have about the other side. At the end of these sessions, I gain consent to tell their stories and only post them here if that consent is given. And once that's done, I offer to help the person cross over to the other side at the end. If they want to move on, I help them. If not, I bid them a good day, say goodbye, and close up shop. Anyone who came to watch the conversation is also asked to leave at this time as well. Thanks for coming, but it's time to go now. Anyway, I hope that makes sense. If not, holler at me and I'll try to explain better. But, for now, let's get started, sit down for a chat, and take a peek at the world that lies beyond the veil. Tonight, episode four, is dowsing session number one. Native woman, no name given. I sat in my basement at my card table, dowsing rods in hand, pointed forward in the starting position. A white candle burned alongside a stick of incense, and the cat lounged on the guest bed while I worked. I felt something shift in the room and asked, Is there somebody there who wants to talk to us? The left dowsing rod started to shift. Cross for yes, I directed them gently, and waited. The rods slowly crossed, and made an X. All right, thank you. Can you open that, please? I asked. The rods uncrossed and held steady, pointing forward. You can talk out loud. We can hear this on the recording, either on the video or on the audio recorder later. If it's a yes or no question, you can use the rods to cross. So first, can you tell us your name? The rods slowly opened wide. No. Are you okay with telling us your name? I clarified. And the rods opened wide again. Rods say no. Okay. Is there a nickname you'd like us to use instead of your regular name? Do you have a nickname? The dowsing rods didn't move at all. No response on the rods. Were you named after anybody? I asked instead. The rods swung a little, but didn't move enough to indicate an answer. No response. Can you tell us how old you are? I asked. And the rods opened wide. That's a no on the rods, okay. Do you know what your birthday is? The rods opened a little, but didn't move much. That's a small no, okay. Do you have any relatives? The rods didn't move. Hmm. No response. Did your family move here from another country? The rods opened wide. That's a no. Is your family originally from this country or area? I clarified. And the rods crossed. That's a yes. Are you a Native person? What we would call a Native American? The rods didn't answer, but swung back and forth, indicating the person we were talking with was still there. "'You don't recognize that name. Do you have a tribe name?' The rods pointed toward each other. "'Kinda pointing toward each other, but not really a yes. Like, a little yes. Like, uh, I guess? Maybe? Kinda? Okay.' I nodded, though I only sort of understood." The line of questioning shifts on the paper suddenly. Were you married? Uh, are you married? I corrected. The rods swung slowly, then crossed. Okay, that's a yes. What's your spouse's name? I asked softly. The rods didn't move. Hmm, no response. Were you married more than one time? The rods opened wide. That's a no. No do you know your anniversary the day you got married do you know the day the rods swing hesitating then just barely cross i chuckle (laughs) it's like an i remember okay do you have any children the rods open wide no children okay thank you did you want to have children I asked, and goosebumps covered my arms, and I shuddered. "'Getting goosebumps?' As the rods crossed, deeply, touching me on the opposite shoulders as they did so. (laughs) "'Uh, hi. Okay, that's kind of a big yes. So, you wanted children, but could not have them?' The rods swung, not answering. Mm. "'Swinging back and forth, okay?' So we'll stop talking about that. Um, where do you live? The rods continued swinging, just kind of swinging back and forth. Um, Do you live nearby where I am? I asked, meaning the foothills of Colorado somewhere. If this was a native person from long ago, they'd not have used the same names for the places as we might, so I was trying to be generic. The rods swung, still not answering. I tried again. Did you live in one place? Did you live in one place and stayed there? The rods opened wide. That's like a no. Did you and your family move around? Move a lot? Travel around? I try to find a phrase that is suitable to what I mean. The word nomadic not coming to me in the moment. The rods crossed. Okay, that's a yes. Did you live on this land, this land where I live. You lived here? The rods crossed. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Am I correct that you are a tribal person? The rods crossed again. Okay. Are you a man? I asked since I didn't have a name. The rods opened wide. That's a no. Okay. Are you a woman? A woman like me? The rods crossed. That's a yes, I said, and a small, single knocking sound came from the far wall of the room I was in. That knocking can be heard on both the audio recording as well as the video I took. Nobody was over there at the time, so I disregarded and tried to continue. Okay. um, Do you believe in the great spirit? The great spirits? The rods crossed deeply and stood parallel. Mm, big yes. All right. And did your tribe have a medicine man or medicine woman? Someone who could help if you got sick? The rods crossed. Yes? Okay, that's good. Did you do traditional woman's work in your tribe? The rods crossed again. Do like what the other women did, taking care of your house, like your home. Um, and do weaving? Did you weave? I added the last, seeing a small loom in my mind, and the rods crossed. Yes? Okay. Did you prepare the skins of the animals so that you could use them? The rods crossed again. Yes? Okay. Was your father a hunter? The rods opened wide. No, not a hunter. Was your father a warrior? Protected you? The rods crossed Yes? Oh, okay. Whew, Goosebumps. Was he important in your tribe? The goosebumps crawled up my arms and spread across my body, and the rods swung. The woman seemed confused by my question, and I understood maybe the tribal society thinks of those things differently than we might, so I added, that's a hard one to answer, isn't it? Everybody's important, aren't they? And the rods crossed. Yes, we all work together, yes, thank you. What did you do for fun? Is there anything you really enjoyed doing? Did you like to swim, go in the water? I saw an open field in my mind and very little standing water, though there were a few streams. The rod swung, not answering, maybe not understanding the notion of swimming? Hmm, No response. Did you enjoy running? I asked instead, seeing those rolling grassy hills in my mind. But the rods just swung. Hmm. They're swinging back and forth, waiting, like these are irrelevant questions, lady. Um, who are your close friends? I shifted gears, since I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere. The rods moved around a bit, and then swung again. This didn't make sense to me, though I admitted it could have been pointing where the entities were, and I might just not be able to see them. Do you remember their names? The rods swung. Hmm, Swinging. Where do you most like to visit? I shifted gears again, and the rods continued swinging. I got the idea that travel for fun was just not a concept my spirit would understand, so I phrased it differently. Do you like the mountains? The rods crossed small, but held steady. Small, almost, yes. Do you enjoy the big open grass? The grasslands? The rolling hills? I asked, thinking of those hills in my mind. The rods crossed. Yes. Do you know the place with the paint? Where you go to get paint things? What I would call the paint mines? I asked, thinking of the sacred space for the natives that lies tucked into the rolling hills not too far from my home. The rods crossed, deeply, going parallel to each other. Mmm, big yes, K. Did you like it there? Something in the background knocked again, once. It can be heard on both recordings, like the last knock. I hesitated, listening. Then quickly disregarded the sound in the moment and watched as the dowsing rods crossed, but only just. Smaller, yes. Okay. Do you know where you were born? The rod swung. No real response. Are you attached to any possessions? Any things that you have or had with you? Emotionally attached to a possession you loved it so much? This idea felt very foreign to the spirit, and she seemed confused by the thought as the rods opened wide. "'No, you don't take much stock in things, do you?' I asked, nodding, and the rods crossed a bit. Hmm. "'Things are just things. You can always get another thing.' I nodded, and the rods crossed deeper. "'Yes, okay. People are more important to you. People, not things.' I clarified, and the rods crossed. Yes, okay, I said, and read on in my list of questions, but decided to throw in an extra question that came to mind, given the native spirit. Did you ever meet anybody like me? Who has pale skin? The rods crossed deeply. Yes, I say, and am hit with a wave of feeling and chills. Were they Kind to you? I asked, afraid of, but already knowing the answer. And the rods opened wide, swinging around to hit my shoulders on the outer edges. Whoa, big no. Spinning around to touch my shoulders. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry they weren't kind to you. Did they hurt you? The rods crossed. Yes. Yes. "'I'm so sorry about that.' We trailed off, sadly, getting the feeling that hurt was an understatement. "'How do you feel right now? "'Do you feel happy?' I asked, trying to get back on track. The rods pointed forward, not answering. No response. "'Do you feel sad?' The rods swung, but held forward. "'No response. "'Are you scared?' The rods swung. No response. Are you confused? The rods held steady. No response. Do you? Do you feel where you are? Do you feel? The rods crossed deeply. Yes. Do you want to talk about it? I asked, since none of the feeling questions were being answered. The rods opened wide. No? Okay. I nodded and moved on to the next question. Physically in your body, how do you feel? Are you in pain? Do you hurt? Are you in distress? I asked, and the rods swung again. I realized that's kind of a feeling question, too, and moved on. Okay, no real responses to any of those. You just don't want to talk about it at all? The rods crossed. Yes, okay, that's fair. I paused and scanned through the rest of the feeling questions and then continued. How is your memory? Are your memories clear? The rods crossed. Yes? Okay. Are your memories confused? The rods opened and closed with a small X. Hmm. Kind of opening and closing, so like a maybe, or kind of. What's your strongest memory? I asked, and the rods crossed deeply. "Hmm. "'It's like a yes,' I said, and I saw the field again. That time, there was a figure running in the field. She had a deerskin dress on that looked almost faded into the landscape, and her long, dark hair was braided. She ran, looking over her shoulder, watching to see if she's being followed. "'Running? "'Running away?' I asked." eyes tearing up, and the rods crossed. A wave of emotion flooded me, and I felt the running girls panic. You were scared then. I sighed, and the rods crossed deeply. Mm, Yes for running away, and big yes for scared. Was that when the pale men hurt you? When you ran, and you were scared? The rods crossed deeply and hit me. I held my hands away from my body to give them more room to move, and the rods began to spin strongly. Big yes. Whoa. Spinning. So, the memory, I said, and then I closed my eyes and saw it. I saw the woman in the rolling hills again. Horse hooves thundered in the distance that time, and the earth beneath my feet shuddered with their movement. They were gaining on the running woman. No, women. She wasn't running alone. There were other women, and there were children with her. All of them running for their lives. Goosebumps covered my whole body, and the rods continued spinning with the energy of the moment, and it continued to unfold in my mind. Tripped and fell, running, running in the field, looking over your shoulder. Trip and fall, can't get away. I said, voice catching, seeing the stumble in the fall. Something caught her foot, a rock, a branch, or uneven ground, but it doesn't matter, she fell and he's upon her. No, I gasped, tears spilling hot and rolling down my fiery cheeks. The rods continued spinning and my brow furrowed as tears streamed down my face. I felt from her the loss of potential and I wondered if it was the loss of a child she was carrying in addition to her own life that was lost. I remembered the fear pouring from her as she ran and the horror as the horses came closer and closer, faster than she could run. The angry white man upon the horse's back slowed only a little to take aim with his gun before she could get back up again. I shook my head firmly. No! I cried, shuddering. The woman's final words were lost as the finality of the moment hit me, and the vision went dark. I took a deep, shuddering breath, sniffling, the rods still spinning in my hands. Kay, you can stop spinning now, I said to the rods, and they slowed down and came to a stop, facing forward in the ready position after a moment. I took another cleansing breath and blew it out knowing there were no right words to say after that vision she shared with me, but I knew I needed to try anyway. In a small voice, I sighed. I'm sorry. And the rods crossed simply. Yes, thank you for showing me that, I said, still awash with sorrow. I took a shaky breath and analyzed that feeling. Not glad to have seen it, but glad to be trusted. I'm sorry that happened to you. I sighed and the rods crossed. Are you alone where you are? I asked gently and the rods opened wide and touched my shoulders. <laughs> Big no. Hit my shoulder. Okay. Are your other people with you? Your tribe? Are you with your people? I asked and the rods crossed. Yes. Yes. Are there others with you who are not your people? Other people like me, who don't look the same? I asked, and the rods crossed. Yes. Do you know what year it is? The rods opened wide, but that didn't surprise me. I don't know that the Native peoples kept track of time like that. No. Okay. Do you know where you are? The rods swung. No response. Are you right here? Here with me? I asked, giving a common response when I asked that question. The spirits seem to think this is a silly question because to them, they're not in a different place. They're right beside us. The rods crossed. Yes, okay. Do you know who's in charge? Who's the chief? I asked, and the rods opened wide. No, that's fair. Do you ever want a kind of food? Do you, like, crave a food? Really want to have it? The rods crossed and I saw an image of a corn cob in my mind, but it was different than the corn I would buy at the supermarket. It had different colors to it and didn't look as uniform as what I would buy. Yes. Do you ever crave anything to drink? That time I saw nothing felt confusion, and the rods opened wide. Hm no. What food is it that you like, that you want to have? Can you say it for me? I asked, wondering if I just had corn on the brain, or if this woman really liked the food. The rods remained forward, and I was given no repeat of the corn vision. Hmm. Do you have any violent thoughts? Want to hurt? I asked, and wondered why the questions felt so haphazard. I decided to reorganize them for the next round. The rods crossed, but only a little. Mm, Little, yes. Have you committed any violent actions? I asked, and thought of how she might have sought revenge on the man who hunted her down. But the rods opened wide. No, I said, but was not convinced. Most people would want revenge, but... The rods stayed wide. Okay, thank you, I said, and the rods finally reset. Does the way that I talk seem strange? I asked, and the rods crossed. Yes. Do my clothes seem strange? How I dress? The rods crossed again. Yes. Hmm. Do you have dreams? I asked, again jarred by the order of these questions. There's no flow to them, I complained internally as the rods swung swinging. Do you have nightmares? The rods crossed deeply until parallel and goosebumps crawled over my skin. Whew, yes. Or maybe daydreams? The rods opened wide, but not deeply. Little no. Do you feel lost? I asked. And the rods crossed deeply until parallel. Hmm. Big yes. Do you feel confused? The rods crossed. Yes. Do you feel trapped? I asked, and the rods swung. Hmm. Swinging. Is somebody keeping you here? The rods swung, then crossed, but only a little. Hmm. Is somebody keeping you here? I repeated not pleased with the hesitation in the answer the first time. The rod swung and opened wide this time. Mm, no. No, I'm going to ask that one again. It kind of crossed a little bit and then opened up wide, but it didn't feel, like, quite right. Is somebody trapping you here, keeping you from moving on? I clarified, and the rods crossed deeply until parallel. Hm mm, yes. Is there... hmm, Have you tried to move on? The rods crossed a little. Hmm, Little, yes. Have you tried more than one time to move on? I asked softly, and the rods crossed. Yes. Are you afraid to try again? The rods opened a little, and I heard a faint... Not afraid. I chuckled and repeated what I heard. Hmm, Not afraid, okay. It's kind of a little gnome. Do you ever dream that you die? I asked, and the rods crossed. Hmm, yes. Does anything around us right now look familiar? I asked, and the rods slowly opened wide. No? Do you recognize anything? The rods crossed. Yes, I said, and I wondered what she recognized. Does my home seem strange? My house? Where I live? The rods crossed. Yes. Hmm. Have you considered the possibility that you may be a ghost or a spirit? I asked and the rods crossed simply. This didn't feel like other conversations where I've needed to explain they've passed, which is good. Yes. How does that make you feel? The rods opened wide and touched my outer shoulders. No, big no. You don't like it? You don't like that you're a spirit? The rods crossed. Yes. Does that mean you don't like it? I asked to confirm, and the rods crossed. Yes. Yeah, I also believe you're a spirit, I said, nodding, and the rods crossed again. Yes. Are you confused by that at all? The rods opened wide. No, okay. It's been a very long time. You've been a spirit for a long time, haven't you? The rods crossed. Yes. Can you fly like a bird? Fly around in the air? I asked, and the rods opened wide, touching my shoulders. No? Okay, that's a big no. No flying. All right. Have you tried? You tried flying? I asked, and the rods crossed. "'Hm, you tried to fly, yes, but you could not?' The rods opened wide. "'No. Okay. "'Can you move through the walls? "'Like at my house, would you be able to walk through the wall?' I asked, and the rods crossed. "'Yes. And are you usually... "'Can you be invisible, where we cannot see you?' The rods crossed small. "'Hm, yes.' "'How do you travel?' I asked, and the rods opened wide. "'I'm not sure if that's refusal to talk about it, "'or if she didn't know how, but the answer was clear. Hmm, "'Big no. Okay, we won't talk about that. "'Are you here for a reason? Is there a reason you stayed?' "'The rods crossed deeply, going parallel. Hmm, "'Big yes. Do you have a mission? Something to do?' The rods crossed and went parallel. Big yes. Okay. Are you looking for something? The rods stayed forward. No response. Are you looking for someone? The rods crossed. Yes. Okay. Are you looking for the one who hurt you when you ran? I asked, squinting my eyes, hoping I wouldn't have to explain he's long dead already and isn't around to be found. The rods crossed. Yes, okay, I said, blowing out a breath. The person who hurt you got away with it, didn't they? I asked softly, and the rods crossed. Yes, so? Others died at the same time as you, right? I asked, assuming based on what I saw in the vision she shared. I would be shocked if she was the only one they got. The rods crossed. Yes, okay. Many others? I asked sadly. The rods crossed deeply. Yes. I took a cleansing breath, but my voice still broke when I continued. Did they hurt all of you? all of your people?" I asked, hoping it wasn't the extinction of their tribe. The rods crossed and I breathed, yes. Did anybody survive that attack? The rods crossed, yes. Did they take those people? Take them? Like slaves? Make them work? I clarified, and the rods opened wide. No? Okay, well that's good. Those that survived, did they get away? The rods crossed, and I felt pride from her, as well as relief from myself. Yes. Were you staying behind to look after them? The rods crossed and went parallel. Mm, Big yes. The interview questions shifted suddenly again, and I made note to fix it. Is there anything you enjoy about being a spirit? The rods opened wide and touched my shoulders. Hm big no. K. Okay. What do you like the least about being a ghost and spirit? The rods didn't move, and I both heard and felt trapped. I squinted my eyes and repeated the word and shook my head. The rods crossed. Yes. Trapped. Okay. What do you miss about being alive? The rods crossed, and I saw the multicolored corn cob in my mind again. That's a yes. I'm seeing corn. Do you miss corn? The rods crossed. Yes. Did you enjoy growing the corn? Did you grow corn? The rods opened wide. No. Okay. "'It was just yummy. You liked it?' I clarified, and the rods crossed. "'Yes, that's fair. I like corn, too.' I smiled and nodded. "'Do you know any other spirits?' The rods crossed. "'Yes.' "'Do you know a lot of other spirits?' I asked, and the rods crossed. "'Yes.' "'Can you name any of them for me?' The rods opened wide. "'No.' Can you make yourself visible? Can I see you? The dowsing rods pointed off to my right, to a spot behind the chair at the table I was sitting at. "Hmm, It's pointing to my right, I said, looking around, seeing nothing. Is that where you are? Where you are standing? The rods crossed. Yes, I nodded. When we can't see you, where do you go? I asked, and... I thought this was a silly question, since clearly she thought I could see her easily, and the idea of invisibility is probably going to be confusing. The rods crossed, barely. Little yes, I said and heard. Around. I repeated the word aloud, and the rods crossed. Okay. Did you choose to stay? Did you choose to be a spirit? The rods crossed. Yes. Did you have a chance to move on? Do you remember saying no to moving on? The rods crossed. Yes, Kay, And you did that to take care of the others? I asked, and the rods crossed. Yes, I nodded, understanding and wondered how long it had been that way for her. Do you know where your body is? I asked, and the rods pointed forward. No response, I squint. In a field somewhere? The rods pointed straight forward. No response. Did they bury you? I asked, and the rods opened wide. No. Were you cremated or burned? I asked, and the rods pointed forward. No response. Did they leave you where you fell? I asked the last, softly. The rods crossed and I breathed, yes. Have you visited your old home? Your old people? The rods crossed. I nodded, yes. Do you ever scare anybody? The rods opened wide, no. You don't think you frighten anyone? I clarified and the rods crossed, yes. Have you, as a ghost, ever attacked anyone? I asked, squinting. The rods opened wide. No. Not even those that hurt you? I asked, squinting deeper. The rods crossed and went parallel. Yes, big yes. We protect, right? I asked, nodding. The rods crossed. Yes. Protect, not harm. I nodded, and the rods opened wide. No. I sat in my folding chair, nodding, noticing the incense was nearly gone and the candle was getting low, and I wondered how long I'd been sitting there. Why have you allowed me to ask you questions? I asked, and the rods crossed and went parallel. Yes, big yes. Okay. Are you okay with me sharing your story? I asked and the rods crossed. Yes. I nodded and clarified. I have a place that I tell stories to other people about these conversations. So are you okay with me sharing your story there? The rods crossed and I smiled and nodded. Yes. All right. After a moment, I asked heavily, are you tired of being a spirit? There was a heaviness around her, like the burden had become too much, or it was no longer hers to bear, and the rods crossed. I nodded. Yes. Is there anything I can do to help you? I asked gently. The rods swung, and I nodded, swinging. Are you ready to move on, to go to the other side? I asked. The rods crossed and went parallel. Yes, big yes, okay. I took a cleansing breath, closed my eyes, and visualized a great open expanse of space all around me, and the spirit I was talking with. Our side, the left side of the scene, was a great, dark expanse. A great open riverbank. Blank. Empty. Empty. There was a river that ran by separating us from the far side of the riverbank the water was dark rushing past with a gentle roaring sound and on the other side of the riverbank where our side was dark and lifeless their side had trees and flowers animals running birds chirping and other people waiting on the water's edge those people gathered near a bridge that crossed from one bank to the next and I smiled at how the bridge just appears like that suddenly. There it stood, a translucent rainbow of light, ready and waiting to guide the weary traveler home at long last. The rods crossed and uncrossed. I smiled at the mental image of the native woman, gestured to the river and asked, Do you see? Do you see the river? The rods pointed to where the river ran by and I nodded. And do you see a bridge, um, a way across the river? The rods crossed, and I nodded. Yes. All you have to do is step across it. The ones you love are on the other side. Do you see them? I asked, and the rods crossed and held there. Yes. You can do it. Go to them. Step across. I smiled warmly at her and nodded. The rods uncrossed, and I added, Thank you for talking to me. She smiled and stepped onto the bridge, toward the people who waited for her on the other side of that bridge. The rods lost their control, and I nodded to myself, sensing she was gone then. Thank you, I said to her receding figure, and took a cleansing breath to center myself again. After the session. When a person crosses over, the rods stop responding, pretty much altogether, unless another entity takes over to help answer the final questions, like confirming a spirit made it across the bridge. This loss of dowsing rod control was absolutely in line with my other experiences with helping lost ones cross over to the other side. I was a bit overcome with emotion after this session, especially with the vision I was suddenly given and all the emotions that came to me through it, and I needed to take a moment to clear the air and gather myself. I think I sat there and cried for a little while, absorbing the information. I know the history of this country is sketchy at best, and that history is written down by those who won the wars, but the hatred in the man with the gun was Boiling over, and that poor woman just wanted to live in peace with her people makes me angry and sad all at once. Once I collected myself, I said goodbye to the visiting entities who had watched the interaction, and they mumbled and shuffled away. They always want me to keep going, and sometimes I can do more than one of these conversations in a setting, but not that day. One of the spirits needed a stern reminder that they are only allowed inside while I am actively working with them, and he left finally, huffing, when I asked if I really needed to get the sage out to send him off. I have a queue of spirits waiting to talk to me like this, so hopefully I'll have enough sessions to work with, even if I'm running low on other stories to share with you. I'll sprinkle them in here and there as we go along, and I'll continue refining that list of questions to ask until I'm pleased with it. Like I said earlier, if you think of any questions you don't hear me asking during these sessions, give me a shout out with your questions to add. Thank you all so much for joining me. If you have a paranormal story of your own to share, email me and I'll read them here. Send your stories to Beyond the Veil. Paranormal tales at gmail.com. If you are in the Colorado Springs area, email me to schedule an interview if you prefer. All stories will be anonymous, as always, for your protection. You can find us on Instagram, our Facebook page, and our Facebook group. Join us, but play nice, or I'll put you in timeout. If you'd like to support the blog and podcast, you can always share with a friend, subscribe, rate, and review us for free, which we really appreciate, and that helps other people find us. If you like what you hear and want to leave a little tip, you can do that over on Patreon. Your donation helps us grow the podcast, cover the costs of production, and replace dyeing equipment as needed. If you choose to donate, thank you so much. I think that about wraps it up for tonight. Stay cozy by that fire and keep those blankets toasty. If you hear a little knock on your walls late at night, don't worry too much. It's just a ghost bumping into the walls waiting their turn to talk to you. They're harmless. Probably. Hopefully. Until next time, this has been Beyond the Veil Paranormal Tales with Becca. Sleep tight. No names were used in the story as no names were given. All other details of the story remain true to fact.